Greetings and welcome to the Bishop's Radio. I am Messigon, your host. Let's pray. Our Father, our God, and Maker of all things, we bless your holy name and thank you for ordaining this podcast to bless, transform, liberate, and lift all who come in contact with it. We give you praise because your word is true and you are faithful. Thank you for all the lives that will be touched with this broadcast. We are grateful for the testimonies that will abound. Be forever glorified in and through us all in Jesus' name. Amen. I read a story once where it was said that a pastor went to visit one of his congregants who repeatedly missed fellowship for vague and intangible reasons. If I recall rightly, the person in question was strategically withdrawing from meeting together with the saints. It was said that he no longer saw the need for it, that one could worship God on their own, and that it was not really necessary to do church. Well, this pastor decided to visit this congregant on a cold evening. As the weather dictated, he met the person sitting in front of the fireplace, enjoying the warmth and the glow of the fire. The pastor sat on the seat beside him after exchange of pleasantries. After a while, the pastor got up and, using the poker, picked out a burning firewood out of the fire and separated it from the rest, way from the rest. It was all alone, but was still burning. The pastor sat quietly like that beside the congregant, enjoying the warmth and generally observing what was playing out. After a while, the lone firewood that was separated by the pastor burnt out. It even smoked out. The fire in the fireplace was still vibrant, but that lone wood was out. The pastor quietly took his leave after the incident. Nothing needed to be said, as all that needed to be said was poignantly demonstrated. Church is God's idea. The environment he instituted for believers to fellowship, learn, grow, develop, and flourish together. Just like families are the smallest units of a society, the church is the smallest unit of God's kingdom. You must belong to a church if you are part of God's kingdom. Humans are relational in nature and physical interactions are still very critical. We can have remote jobs, but remote family cannot be a thing. John 15, 5-6 John 15, 5-6 using the New Living Translation reads, Yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. We have seen and will still see amazing developments in technology. We have grafting and some very fantastic practices in agriculture now that makes life easier and all. But like the verse I read implies, once a branch is cut off and stays off, it becomes dead wood. The only place and record of a dead wood resprouting happened in the Bible in Numbers 17, 1 to 8. Numbers 17, 1 to 8. And I'm still using the New Living Translation. We read, Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell the people of Israel to bring you twelve wooden staffs, one from each leader of Israel's ancestral tribes, and inscribe each leader's name on his staff. Inscribe Aaron's name on the staff of the tribe of Levi, for there must be one staff for the leader of each ancestral tribe. Place these staffs in the tabernacle in front of the ark containing the tablets of the covenant where I meet with you. 
Buds will sprout on the staff belonging to the man I choose. Then I will finally put an end to the people's murmuring and complaining against you. So Moses gave the instructions to the people of Israel, and each of the twelve tribal leaders, including Aaron, brought Moses a staff. Moses placed the staffs in the Lord's presence in the tabernacle of the covenant. When he went to the tabernacle of the covenant the next day, he found that Aaron's staff, representing the tribe of Levi, had sprouted, budded, blossomed, and produced ripe almonds. Hallelujah! Only God <laughs> can do this. Notice that all the staffs, sticks, were placed in God's presence. Let us not joke with church at all. If you are a child of God, you must be part of a local church. You must make sure you attend meetings and fellowship as often as possible. In fact, do everything to ensure that you do not miss attending fellowship. Participate when you attend. Hebrews 10.25 Hebrews 10.25, the Passion Translation, it reads, This is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together, as some have formed the habit of doing. In fact, we should come together even more frequently, eager to encourage and urge each other onward as we anticipate that dawning day. I love how TPT puts it. We should meet even more often these times. Don't let work and other worldly pursuits distract you from fellowshipping with the saints. Thank God for online services. And I have heard of people who got their miracle from attending online meetings. But being on a dialysis machine is not as sustainable as having your kidneys fully functional. Situations may warrant having to join meetings online occasionally, but to make that a thing is like living on perpetual dialysis. It is not sustainable. The actual focus of this podcast is to encourage everyone that names the name of the Lord to make sure you are properly situated in a local assembly, even as you commit to attending and participating in all your church does. But because I read about how Aaron's staff, rod or stick, resprouted, let me establish the goodness of God, His sovereignty, as well as the power of human choice. We were once dead too, but we were grafted into the vine. Christ. This is going to be a long read, so listen very attentively. Romans 11, 16-24 Romans 11, 16-24 And I'm using the Passion Translation again. Since Abraham and the patriarchs are consecrated and set apart for God, so also will their descendants be set apart. If the roots of a tree are holy and set apart for God, so too will be the branches. However, some of the branches have been pruned away, and you, who were once nothing more than a wild olive branch, God has grafted in, inserting you among the remaining branches as a joint partner to share in the wonderful richness of the cultivated olive system. So don't be so arrogant as to believe that you are superior to the natural branches. There is no reason to boast, for the new branches don't support the root, but you owe your life to the root that supports you. You might begin to think that some branches were pruned or broken off just to make room for you. Yes, that's true. They were removed because of their unbelief. But remember this, you are only attached by your faith. So don't be presumptuous, but stand in awe and reverence. Since God didn't spare the natural branches, that fell into unbelief. Perhaps he won't spare you either. 
So fix your gaze on the simultaneous kindness and strict justice of God. How severely he treated those who fell into unbelief. Yet, how tender and kind is his relationship with you. So keep on trusting in his kindness. Otherwise, you also will be cut off. God is more than ready to graft back in the natural branches when they turn from clinging to their unbelief to embracing faith. For if God grafted you in, even though you are taken from what is by nature a wild olive tree, how much more can he reconnect the natural branches by inserting them back into their own cultivated olive tree? Our God is a good God. He loves us all. He proved his love for us all. Romans 5.8, New King James Version. Romans 5.8, it reads, But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. What an amazing love. He does not want anyone to perish. 2 Peter 3.9, 2 Peter 3.9, the Passion Translation, it reads, This means that, contrary to man's perspective, the Lord is not late with his promise to return as some measure lateness, but rather, his delay simply reveals his loving patience toward you because he does not want any to perish, but all to come to repentance. Hallelujah. Somehow, today's podcast is now too prompt. One, if you're a believer, don't joke with church this season. Be committed to the things of the Spirit, especially fellowshipping with the saints. Two, God loves all and does not want any to perish. He has the power to save all men, but all men must want to be saved. What are you waiting for if you are listening to me but you are not saved yet? Go ahead right now, right there where you are and say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I accept that I am a sinner and unable to save myself. I believe with all my heart that you died in my place and was raised from the dead that I may be reconciled with the Father. I accept you as my Lord and Savior today and open up myself to receive the Holy Spirit which empowers me to become your son. Amen. If you just gave your life to Christ, congratulations. Welcome to the new life. Welcome to the fold. I strongly recommend that you quickly locate the nearest Bible-based church around you and present yourself to the pastor. You are blessed. That's it for this week. Don't forget to share this blessing with others. Sharing it shows that you were blessed and you love for others to be blessed as you were blessed. So, you see, love is the motivation here and love is seen in action. Also, listen to this podcast again and again to properly benefit from it. And should you be moved to give feedback, do not hesitate as your feedback can inspire the next podcast. And always remember that all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Stay well and blessings always.